Blog Talk Radio. to Got Clutter? Get organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you are listening for the very first time. And, of course, welcome to all of my regular listeners. And hello if you're listening via iTunes. Stitcher Radio, tune in, and coming soon, Coalition Radio. And, of course, my Blog Talk Radio community. And those of you who may be joining me in the chat room, I hope you are having a great start to your week. And if you want a free audiobook, tune in for the next half hour for my weekly suggested audiobook from our sponsor, Audible.com. Well, tonight our topic is organizing the bathroom. As I know some of you got the cramped bathrooms, the bathrooms with no storage, no medicine cabinet, so this is the show for you. So stay tuned, and shortly I will be airing the interview I had with Lisa Mark of the Time Butler Professional Organizers. It was a very um, informative interview, and I even walked away with a few tips for myself. And, of course, in the next half hour, we will have Taylor Tip Time where I'll be providing you with some additional tips on how to organize your bathroom, just a few things on how to just let stuff go. And, of course, I am going to be providing you in the next half hour my product suggestion, my app suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestion for the week. And before... Four, of course, I air my interview with Lisa Mark of the Time Butler Professional Organizers. I always like to provide you with some statistics and facts in regards to our topic tonight. And I figure since we're talking about the bathroom, let's see what kind of um, statistics in regards to our use of cosmetics and how much we spend. And this is from the Chemist Corner. Um, last April, worldwide cosmetics market, and these are just some statistics. And it says if you look at the entire worldwide cosmetic industry, sales reached $170 billion in a year, as in cosmetics. It is distributed pretty um, uniformly around the world with $40 billion in America, $60 billion in Europe, and, of course, $60 billion in Australia and Asia and another $10 billion in African. Billion, billion um, is spent in cosmetics. The Western world spends a bit more per person, but India and Asia are quickly catching up. Now, in those categories, the five primary cosmetic segments, and these are the things that we use the most, and it says, just how it's broken in. And 
20% in our hair care, another 27% for hair for skin care, fragrance is 10%, makeup 10%, 20%, and the other 20%. So give or take a few. But this is how we spend our money on cosmetics, which is just very interesting that we're in $170 billion. That's a lot. But I had the wonderful opportunity to um, just chat with Lisa Mark of the Time Butler about organizing our bathrooms, no matter what size, no matter what you have, what you don't have. She had some great suggestions and tips. So I suggest you get your pen, your paper, or you just um, listen to this audio over and over and over again to get these great tips. And as I said, I walked away with a few tips myself. So now here is my time with chatting with Miss Lisa Mark of the Time Butler. Well, listeners, I have here this evening Lisa Mark. She is the president of Time Butler professional organizers, and she is going to be here this evening talking to us about how to organize our bathroom. Okay. And she is the president of the Time Butler's Professional Organizers, a team of organizing and productivity experts that specialize in the design and implementation of systems for small businesses and homes. Working with the Time Butler enhances your productivity, saves you time, money, and space, and improves your quality of life. By the end of each project, clients are amazed at the progress they've made and feel like they have more time than ever before. Well, welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Janet. I'm so excited because as we were talking a little bit, I call it my virtual green room. Um, about just the whole bathrooms and how bathrooms really have not changed in order the way we live because we have so many products now. I mean, I know you've got the hair, the body, and then, of course, if you've got other family members, it's just so many things. So I'm excited to talk to you today just about how we can maximize the space in our bathroom no matter what size we have. And as we start spring cleaning, because it's, it's that time of year, what are some of the items that we really just need to get rid of in our medicine cabinet and bathroom? Because I worked with a client one time, and we had, I was not kidding you, five green trash bags of just makeup and cosmetics. And, and that's pretty typical, uh, especially if the bathroom hasn't been cleaned out and organized in a while. So some easy things to get rid of are obviously any expired items, medications, or even shampoos, lotions that have expired. Uh, Take a step back and a critical look at the items, and if they haven't been used in at least three months, unless they're seasonal, consider getting rid of those. I always recommend to my clients that they get rid of leaky, sticky, squished, or otherwise impacted items, anything that's broken, like scales or mirrors or other electronics that maybe don't work uh, anymore where they've tried to replace the battery and it still doesn't work. Um, Another thing I always recommend is 
the last little bits in the huge shampoo or, or liquid soap bottles. Um, my, my one tip that helps save on a lot of bulk and space is fill that bottle with a little bit of water, shake it, and then gradually use it down to wash your hands or wash your hair until the last bit is, uh, is gone. Or you can go and, and go bottle by bottle. Um, and if you have a lot of stuff, consider refraining from replacing these with additional supplies until all these bottles with a little bit in them have been used up. Another option is to put a little water in, shake it up, and then merge it with other bits and other large bottles to uh, consolidate the contents of multiple bottles into one or two bottles and then use those bottles. This is true even if it's a mix. I won't mix lotion with shampoo, but you can mix all different kinds of shampoos and then use it in a bubble bath maybe for a young child or for yourself, kind of like a little treat. Mix all different kinds of lotions uh, to get a product that um, has a unique smell. Um, but also, you know, the goal of the exercise, again, is to condense the bulk in these um, these large bottles. And, and by consolidating these contents into one, you can save on space as well as having a sense of accomplishment in a relatively small amount of time. And then the last tip that I like to give um, on this question is that I feel really strongly that cleaning supplies should not be stored in the bathroom unless there truly is no other place uh, to store them. A better option is the laundry area in a high kitchen cabinet out of the reach of kids or pets or even in the garage. Cleaning supplies take up a lot of space. They're sensitive to moisture and water. And if you're, like me, not a morning person, sometimes you reach for a toiletry item and end up with something in your hand that really should be used to scrub the shower. Mm-hmm. I like, I like. I mean, all of those tips were wonderful. I mean, especially one about how you can just, you know, put a little water in those bottles and shake them up and begin to use them. That's good. But I definitely like the tip about the cleaning products. Cause I don't keep, because I have a small bathroom, so my cleaning products are in... Um, the kitchen, I call it the broom closet because it's a mm-hmm. small closet where I keep my broom and things like that. But that's that is a good tip as well because you're right; those cleaning products take up so much space with those bulky bottles and whatever else. And so that is good, Lisa. I like that. Thank you. Really mm-hmm. So, what are some, I guess, creative ways that we can organize the bathroom? So what we were talking about just before in your virtual green room, uh, a lot of <laughs> homes are older. They were built at a time when people had much, many fewer items. Uh, when I was growing up, we had the family shampoo if we were lucky. Uh, my siblings and I got along on most of the time a bar of soap, a toothbrush, toothpaste that we all shared, of course, not the mm-hmm. toothbrush, the toothpaste, and a comb, and that was it. And things have obviously changed. There are tons and tons and tons of items out there, but... We're still living, many of us, in these little bathrooms that were built for lifestyles 50 years ago. So the best tip I can give for this is you want to use every inch of space, even if it's not obviously storage space. Be creative. A skinny cabinet just inside the door on a really small wall can be used to hold a tower of rolled towels or a whole bunch of little little sample size items, uh, tubes of toothpaste corralled in a cup or uh, little uh, samples of shampoo corralled in a bin, sort like with like so things are easy to find and and label everything. Uh, For larger spaces, you can use decorative bins and baskets. 
uh, to corral like with like, like items together while providing a smooth, uncluttered look for those of us who are visual. A narrow high shelf placed inside the shower can provide extra storage space for items used when showering. I recommend polished metal so that it holds up in water rather than anything that's fabric. Even if the water's not reaching up there, the shower tends to get sort of hot and steamy, um, and you really need to use something that is going to be able to resist that. If you have a bath with no shower, you've got a lot of storage options above that bath, so you can install above bath storage um, Again, you know, it, it could be metal, but it could also be cloth if it's high enough above the bath that it's not going to get hit by water, cloth, or wood, or, or something like that. Mm. Um, a narrow bathroom pantry next to the shower if there's space with doors so that you, when you shut the doors, you put your stuff in, you shut the doors, you kind of have a really clean, streamlined look. Uh, a pedestal sink can be enclosed with fabric and item placed underneath for storage, items that you wouldn't normally place there because they would show, but then you enclose it with fabric and you have a nice little decorative area that also hides bigger items like you know bulk shampoo, bulk soap, soap purchases, uh, liquid or, or, or bar soap. Um, another idea that I like to use is mirrored storage recessed into the wall to provide storage for multiple small items in an otherwise inaccessible space. Laddered towel hooks allow you to hang multiple towels in one space, so you can save other wall space for additional storage. Uh, pick a color or a theme that you like and stick to it. This makes the bathroom look more cohesive. And then my last tip, especially for small bathrooms, is if you have a little space right outside the bathroom door, maybe in the hall, you can install a cabinet. Or if you don't have enough space to install a cabinet where the doors will be able to be opened you know, without impacting something else, you can put a decorative ladder, like an acrylic ladder or a bright, I don't know, green or blue wood ladder, and use that to store bins of items, um, you know, sorted like with like or decorative towels, things you use in the bathroom, but maybe you don't have space for in the bathroom. Hmm. I mean, as you were talking, I, I got a couple of ideas for my small bathroom because I had never really thought about putting something like a small, narrow cabinet because I've got the space right behind when the, the door. So I could do that just to kind of give myself a little bit more space. And I love your idea about the towels as well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have we live in California land of the million-dollar garage, or at this point <laughs> it's probably the $2 million garage. Space, we have no attic. We have no basement. Space is at a premium. Um, I'm an organizer, so, of course, I've been training my kids since they were born. Oh, that's wonderful. But, you know, well, one gets it, one kind of doesn't, okay. um, which is fine. Because um, we all bring different things, you know, different strengths to the table of life. Mm, uh, but having this tiny little space, you mm-hmm. know, one sink that you share with the rest of the family and one little cabinet that's just a big open space mm-hmm. really makes me think about how best to store things. I don't like visual clutter, so I tend yeah. to put everything away. But if it's not easily retrievable, I find that the systems don't hold up, and so that's that's how I think. I think a little bit outside the box. I'm not a creative person, but I try to be creative in these really small spaces. Well, you seem to be doing excellent. So now you touched on something. How does somebody 
organize a bathroom when you're really sharing it with other people. It could be a spouse. It could be children. I mean, how do you deal with that? Because I basically see um, clients who are couples. She's got her side. He's got his side. And they've just got clutter on top of the countertops. And um, I know part of that is like purging, but how do couples commingle in a bathroom? Right. And so ways to organize a shared bathroom, as you said, it really depends on the relationship between the people. Mm-hmm. If um, the relationship is one of roommates or housemates, you want to organize by person rather than by type of item. Okay. So you'll want to provide each person a designated area for his or her things. This can be a cabinet, a shelf, a drawer, whatever mm-hmm. is available, even something freestanding if no storage is available. Okay. Uh, ensure that each person has as much space as they need without encroaching on the other uh, people's spaces. And to do that, use that space. The space they need is also, unfortunately, the space they have. So I always recommend that my clients buy only what they can fit in the space and store the overflow elsewhere, say in the bedroom or in the linen closet or in another storage space in the home. If space is really tight, like in a college dorm, consider a bath caddy that contains everything you need and leaves the bathroom with you. If, as you said, the relationship is uh, with a married couple or a family, I still recommend that each person have a bit of, of space to call his or her own, but since a lot of the items will be shared, it's not as necessary as when the users are from different families. The main key to organizing any space is to ensure that everything in the space is used rather than just hanging around because someone paid money for it but doesn't like it but doesn't want to get rid of it and doesn't know what to do with it. That's like the main space saver thing. If you use it, it stays. If not, donate it to a, a homeless shelter or a woman's shelter or, or some other place where it will be used and appreciated. Don't keep it, especially in a small space. Mm, that's a good That's a good tip. That's a good tip on share because I know people who have the son and the daughter and then it's the husband and the wife and it seems like everybody wants to use their own stuff but when you're in a small space, I guess it would be better if we all kind of come to an agreement and say, okay, we all really can't use our own stuff, but unless you decide to keep it someplace else. so Right, and and for that, if you have a really small bathroom, I have a client, they live in a tiny little uh, one-bedroom house. There's four of them in a family. They've turned the dining room into the second bedroom, but it's a small, small bathroom. Mm-hmm. One person, you know, it, there, there's no room for two people unless one's in the shower and one's at the sink. But it's really designed for one person, and and there's no storage space. And what we did in that case was each person has a caddy, and the caddy has the things in it that they use when they shower and they wash, and each person's caddy is a different color. And they grab it when they go into the bathroom, even mom and dad, and they use it, and then it leaves. And the only things that are kept in the bathroom are the the towels, bath towels and the hand towels for each person, again, color-coded to match the caddy, um, and washed once weekly. And that way, the the stuff does not overflow the bathroom. People don't feel like they, they're tripping over other people's stuff in the shower. The caddy, you know, they put it outside the shower. It's, they can reach out and get their shampoo, their soap. And then when they're done, the caddy leaves and everybody's happy. And the bathroom is actually, it's tiny, tiny, but it's really cute the way we've, we've arranged it. And I'm sure because everybody has their own caddy, then you don't have the visual clutter so it, it that's why it makes it just so visually appealing. So that's a great idea, Lisa. So as people are spring cleaning 
and deciding to tackle that bathroom project, which sometimes I believe just doesn't even get on the list in some households. Mm -hmm. Um, What are, like, maybe one tip or just some things that people can do to really just go in there and dig in there and just say, hey, I'm getting this done maybe by the end of May. (laughs) Let's give them some time. So the thing that stops most of my clients is they walk in and they see everything that needs to be done. They don't know where to start. They don't know how to break it down. They get overwhelmed, and they're like, no, I'm not doing this. It's going to take days. It's going to take weeks. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. So the best tip that I can give is pick a small space, a small cabinet, a small drawer. The key here is small Set a timer for 20 minutes. This kind of gives you a psychological barrier to time so you know in 20 minutes if you're not really into the process, you can stop. Um, So set the timer for 20 minutes. Pick a small space and start and sort like with like. Purge items you no longer use. Um, You know, figure out where items are going to live. Containerize them. Don't buy any containers at this point because that would be premature, but maybe put them in containers that you already have or little boxes or even just the the small area of um, the space. Figure out where they're going to live. Containerize them. And then take a step back. See if you can decrease items in each little space by about 25%. It'll be more uh, if you have a lot of stuff and less if you're like me, a minimalist, and only keep what you use. Um, again, look at that space, that drawer. Say there's a drawer for, for toothbrushes and, and dental floss and toothpaste and, and all the things that, mouthwash, all the things that are required to take care of your teeth. Use that drawer as a physical boundary. Or if that's your drawer and there are four other drawers, one for each member of the household or family, then that drawer becomes your physical boundary for your items and everything that you keep in that room um, needs to fit in that space. And then look, after the timer goes off, look at what you've put in the toss pile. Donate unopened items to a homeless shelter or to friends if you feel like that will make the purging process easier. Again, consolidate bits of extra shampoo, soap, uh, lotion, and other like items into one bottle, even if they aren't the same kind. Then take a bubble bath or use them until that bottle is used up. Recycle any old containers. Put the rest back in the drawer cabinet. When the timer goes off, you want to stop. And then do it again in a few days, not every day, and certainly certainly not longer than 20 to 30 minutes at a time unless you, like me, and you love organizing. Um, but do it in small chunks. And after two to three sessions, I guarantee that you will start to see a change in how your space looks, functions, and feels. The, one other thing I wanted to say, the corollary to this is that you really need to consider what you're bringing into the space in the future. Mm-hmm. Do you really love it? Will you really use it? Where will you store it? Does it fit? Is it really, you know, it's really easy to undo any organizing progress made by bringing additional items into the space that don't fit into the space or into your lifestyle. So really consider things carefully before you purchase them. And I think that is a great tip, Lisa, because I think those of us who who do live in small spaces, I think in our effort to save money, Sometimes we buy a lot of things, and we really have to take that into consideration when we don't have a small space. So for me, I just buy what I need when I need it, and I don't buy things that I don't need. So that was a great tip. And then I also like the fact that you said if you have something unused, donate it to a homeless shelter because they always need things like toiletries. So instead of just throwing it out, give it to somebody who could really use it. 
So that was wonderful as well. So, Lisa, you have given us so much information, which I've already taken my little notes on my little piece of paper. So how can people get in contact with you? So feel free to reach out to me, Lisa at thetimebutler.com. That's T-H-E-T-I-M-E-B-U-T-L-E-R.com. Or you can call me at my office, 650-965-4201. Since I'm often away from my desk working with clients, it's much easier to reach me via email, but I do check my voicemail on a nightly basis and we'll call you back the next day or the next non-client day. And, of course, if anybody has additional questions uh, that you want, like answered, please let me know, again, either via email or uh, by phone. Well, thank you so much for your time, Lisa. You have given us some wonderful tips on how to go in that bathroom and just have it more organized so, like you said, we'll feel like we'll have more time than ever to really just enjoy our home and our life. Thank you so much, Lisa, for your time. Thanks, Janet, for having me. It's fun. It's always fun to talk about organizing. Isn't it? I know. That's because we're organized. We just love talking about it. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Deanna Williams, an on-air personality at 100.3 WRMB Radio 1 Philadelphia and a proud client of Janet Taylor and Totally Organized. Several years ago, I reached out to Janet, had her come to my home, and when I tell you that she whipped my closet and office in shape, believe me. In fact, I still use a lot of the techniques and strategies that she imparted to me. Uh, To this very day, I'm very pleased to say that I have a very organized closet. Everything is in order, shoes, boots, clothes, everything color-coordinated. I use the same hangers. It's a beautiful sight. In fact, I'm very proud, but I have Janet to thank for assisting me. And also, I was so impressed with her to the point where periodically she is a commentator on my Soulful Sunday show where she shares with the audience of the Delaware Valley and the world, because we stream on the Internet, her insightful tips on how to stay organized and be a more effective human being. I love Janet, and so should you. Thank you, Miss Deanna Williams. I'm loving your photos because I know you're on a vacation celebrating a friend's birthday, so I love your photos. And, yes, it was a pleasure to help you get organized. Well, that was a wonderful interview from Lisa Mark of the Time Butler. She gave us some really great tips and techniques on how to organize our bathroom and clear the clutter no matter what the size, and I loved how she gave solutions for just about anybody. So even if you feel that there's four of you sharing a bathroom, everybody can get a caddy and have all of your things convenient when you need them, and then when you're ready and you're done in the bathroom, you take them with you and so you can make a room for the next person and you don't have that visual clutter and you always have things within reach. So that's a great interview. And, again, you know these interviews are archived so you can listen to this podcast over and over and over again. Well, I wanted to share with you um, my audio book selection for this week, and this week's audiobook selection is Cleaning and Organizing, 
the best beginner's guide to easily cleaning and organizing your house to become stress-free because we're still in spring cleaning. So you can spring clean and organize at the same time. This book is written by Virginia French, and it's only 29 minutes in length, so it's a quick, quick audio book, which is great because I know a lot of you um, are limited on time. Because there's nothing more stressful than coming home after a long day of hard work to a house that's a disarray and covered in filth. Wow. I know a lot of you can relate to that. And then it says, then again, people find cleaning to be such a chore because that is exactly what it is. And it's a chore. But this book gives you tips strategies on how to clean and organize your home to become stress-free. Because think about it. You walk in that door, things are where they ought to be. There's no clutter. There's no dust. And you can come home and just relax and not just looking like, oh, boy, here's a dust bunny again. So, again, my audiobook suggestion is Cleaning and Organizing, The Best Beginner's Guide to Easily Cleaning and Organizing Your House to Become Stress-Free, and it's by Virginia French. So be sure to go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized to get your free audiobook and one-month free trial of service. Again, go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized to get your free audiobook and one-month Free trial of service. Well, as I said, those were some great tips from Lisa Mark of the Time Butler, and I'm just going to kind of piggyback off of and give you just a few additional tips. Now, one of the tips she's um, is, of course, designate for those of you who do have a medicine cabinet, designate a shelf in the medicine cabinet for first aid items which is always good. Now, if you go to my Instagram page, I show you how I organized a bathroom that really had no shelving in it, and we just used three inexpensive baskets. It costs no more, I would say, than $10 to, for those baskets, and there's a basket for personal care items, a basket for um, nail polish, nail care, and then there's a basket for um, any kind of first aid. So if you go to my Instagram page today, you will see those three red baskets. Um, periodically check, as she says, the expiration dates on all items in the medicine cabinet. She said, get rid of everything expired. Get rid of things you haven't used in three months. That's what, you know, Lisa suggested that you do that in order to purge the stuff out of the cabinet. Now, I saw something really cool. And these are things that um, you, if you go to my Pinterest page in the bathroom organizing section, you could see these. But one of the things was a magazine rack was attached to the inside of the cabinet, and um, it was used to hold a dryer and a curling iron. Of course, you can use a Lazy Susie in order to put items on to make them more accessible to you underneath the sink. And you can use clear pocket shoe organizer to organize things on the back of the door because you still have got that space as well. But, again, if you want some additional tips, go to my Pinterest page in the bathroom organizing section because I've got all kinds of tips on how to. One of the tips I posted also today on Instagram is 
where you could take some spice racks, mount them on the on the wall in your bathroom, and use those um, for additional storage of items as well. So there's lots of ways, no matter how small your bathroom is, to organize it, have things accessible for you and your family. Well, I want to thank you for your tweets, your emails, and your posts on Facebook. And, of course, I want to thank you for following me on all my social media, especially those of you who have been joining me on Instagram. Thank you so much, as well as those of you who have been joining me on my blog, talk, radio community. Thank you so much. And last week in the chat room, um, someone um, said, LOL, um, because they wanted to know if I was in their house because I was um, just sharing some ways to just clear out the clutter. Um, And this is what they needed to hear. Thank you. So I thank them for joining me last week in the chat room. Well, today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to follow up with what Lisa said. I want you to get rid of anything that's leaking, sticky, and broken in your bathroom. That's it. Let's toss it. Let's get rid of it. Let's stop moving it from one side of the the cabinet or the container, whatever. Just get rid of it. Get rid of everything that's broken, the scales, the the bottles, the sticky bottles, all of that stuff. It's Toss It Tuesday, so let's get rid of it. Yes, let's start a movement. Hmm. Well, now I want to um, kind of share with you my app for the week, product of the week, and my repurpose suggestion of the week. My app of the week is Retail Me Not. A lot of you have heard of it. I know my girlfriend loves it. And you can use it on your Android and your Apple phone. And you have thousands, you have access to thousands of coupons in your pocket. And you can browse coupons and deals for like J. Crew, Victoria's Secret, Starbucks, Target, Sephora, Bed Bath and Beyond, Forever Twenty One, Bloomingdale's and hundreds more. Those were that was just a few hundreds more. And you can save on coupons you want for easy access. Um and get notification for coupon expiration dates. You can also search for deals in the nearest store. She loves it. You know, she's in the store. All of a sudden she wants to buy something, and she'll go and retail me not, and she will find out if she can, if there's a coupon available. Because you don't have to worry about printing coupons. All you have to do is show your phone at the register, and that's really, and that's really an, a convenience for a lot of us because, really, we don't, you know, we might be out and have to buy something, and then to have our phone with us and just pull it up, it is great. So retail me not. Retail me not. That's an app suggestion. Of course, my product suggestion for the week is um, the bathroom cabinet drawer in bronze. And basically it's great, especially if you do not have any shelving or any drawers in the cabinet underneath the sink. And this allows you to have um, maximize your space, um, to double your space, or you can almost triple it, quadruple it, depending on how many drawers you get. But it's great, and you can put all your personal care, um, hair care, etc. And this picture will not only be posted on all of my social media, so you can get to see what it actually looks like, 
because it's a handy, durable cabinet, steel drawer, has removable plastic base and dividers for organizing the bathroom cabinet. Um, so it makes it a lot easier. It gives you some drawer space. So you can see it on all of my social media, my Twitter, my Facebook, my LinkedIn, but also on my Pinterest page where I have um, product suggestions, products that get you organized. And my last suggestion is my repurpose suggestion. And this is on my repurpose um, page on Pinterest. It, they use a joint PVC pipe, and basically what they did was they put the hair dryer in one section, the flat iron in the other. And some people spray paint it to match the decor of their bathroom, but I thought that was a great little way because sometimes when you're going through household remodels or even you can just pick up an item like this very inexpensively to organize those items as well. So all of my app, my my product suggestion, as well as my repurpose suggestions, you can find by going to my Pinterest page. I have a um, apps to help you stay organized, products to help you stay organized, and, of course, you know I have my repurpose suggestion. So be sure to check those out as well. Well, you want to make sure you visit my website, which is com for additional resources. And these resources, of course, are I'm still offering my 30 Minutes or Less Simple Tips to Organize Your Life. It's a free ebook. That's one of my product offers. Another free product offer is 25 Tips ebook. Um, 25 Tips to Help You Organize your office, and 30 minutes or less are tips, 30 tips you can do in 30 minutes or less. And then, of course, and those two are free, e-books, but then, of course, I still offer you my 101 Secrets to Living an Organized Life. And these are 101 Secrets to Living an Organized Life. So be sure to go to JanetMTaylor.com and go to my product page to take advantage of the free offers or to purchase a copy of one of my other ebooks or of course my 101 secrets to living an organized life book. Well, next week we'll be starting May. May will be next next ooh, in a few days, but our May show lineup is we are um women getting organized to be safe. Nakia Stith, she'll be coming back and just providing um some safety tips for us. Um and also, our, our time, our mother's time, how things have changed. And this is just a conversation and a, and a dialogue about how our time and our mother's time has changed, um, even though we're trying to do the same things, and what are some of the factors that our mothers dealt with that we don't have to deal with. It's a really great conversation. So please tune in and swim with my colleague and dear friend Valerie Anderson. That's part one. And then part two will be what is really going on in my life that I can't seem to get anything done. And that's part two. And again, Valerie Anderson will be returning. And then, of course, we will be ending the month with just getting ourselves organized indoors and out with Felicia Wallace Benton. So be sure to check the upcoming episodes, and tune in when you can. And, of course, if you can't, you know you can always listen to the archives as well. Well, my motivational quote this week is, 
it is time for parents to teach young people early on that in diversity there is beauty and there is strength. And that is Maya Angelou. Again, it is time for parents to teach young people early on that in diversity there is beauty and there is strength. Maya Angelou. Well, I always want to end. I wanted to start ending the show with just something that may motivate you and encourage you to either tackle the clutter in your home, tackle the clutter in your office, or maybe tackle the clutter on your schedule. And I just hope that you continue to press in and press on. Um, I know sometimes it isn't easy. I know it's frustrating. I know you may even feel like, will it ever happen? But you just have to continue. Um, There are times, as I've shared with you, um, I may not have felt good, but I still continue to press on to the podcast. There are times when people have said things about the podcast, but I still continue to press on and did the podcast. So you have to. I want all of you out there, because we're still in, in, in April, and we're going through spring cleaning, and I want you to think about some things you no longer want in your life. It could be anything from the piles in your closet to the piles in your living room to the junk in underneath your desk at work. It could be to the stuff going on in your calendar, or it could be anything. Just write stuff that you no longer want in your life, whatever it is, debt. Um, it could be maybe eating less less um, sugary snack. It could be anything. Just I want you to list something, just one thing. And I want you to do something every single day to eliminate that item. So maybe it's the junk in the corner. Well, one of the things, maybe it's the pile, maybe it could be the pile of papers in the corner. One of the things you can do is you can start every time you finish reading a paper, put it in the recycle. Just start where you are. You know, yes, you're going to tackle that pile, but let's start building on new habits now. Or when the mail comes, instead of just dropping it anywhere, create a space for it in your home, but get rid of the junk rail. Get rid of the circulars you know you won't read because you don't even shop at that store. Or it could be when you come home, not just dropping everything on the floor because a lot of times we get angry at the kids because they do it, but they're just following in our footsteps. So maybe it's just disciplining yourself, hanging the coat up, taking the shoes, putting them together, even if you just sit them by the door or by the closet. Just sit them together. Instead of just dropping your bag anywhere, just put your, have a specific spot for your bag. Instead of just throwing your keys anywhere, put them in your pocketbook or get a hook. Just think of some things you can do tomorrow and then the next day and the next day and the next day to change your habits. Because you, you need to change your habits because going in there and getting organized is one thing. But changing your habits so it will not continue is a completely different thing. Like, I was good. I was good when I had to get myself ready for my procedure and I, you know, exercised every single day because that's what the doctor wanted me to do and I had a good recovery. Well, now everything is over and I'm getting back to 
to my old routine. Well, my old routine, I used to exercise, so now I've got to get back into that again. So it's just doing one something every single day to just change. So, you know, if whatever it is, whatever it is, if it's clearing clutter, paper clutter, clothes clutter, maybe you decide, you know, I want to park a car in a garage. Well, fine. So that means that you have to discipline yourself to stop putting stuff in the garage and just making it a junk room instead of a place to park your car. I just want you to think about that. As you move forward into your week, into a new month, what do you want to let go of? And once you write it down, what do you need to change? What habit do you need to change in order to reach that goal of that organized space in your life? Well, again, um, Next week, we will be talking about getting organized to be safe. So I don't know, you may not know what that means, but some of you do. We carry way too many bags. Our hands are not free. We have way too much junk in our car. So getting organized to be safe. Our time, our mother's time, have things really changed. And I want you to really mark your calendar for these these shows on time management because Valerie and I discussed. I mean, it was amazing. We started, um, we had to, because of her schedule, we had to do some taping. So we did the first taping, and it was amazing just in our conversation. The things we we brought up about time, about how it's so much different now, and it's not that we have any different hours, but our lives are different, but it's different in a way that even Valerie and I, when we started talking about this, never even imagined. And then after we do that, that's part one. Then part two is what is really going on in my life that I can't seem to get anything done. It's looking at ourselves and asking ourselves some tough questions like, why can't I seem to get out the house on time? Why can't I seem to finish projects? Why am I always late for every single thing? And again, my my colleague and wonderful friend Valerie Anderson will be here for that discussion. And then, of course, we will be getting ourselves organized indoors and outdoors so we can have some fun entertaining for the summer months with Felicia Wallace-Benton. So as I close, one thing that you want to get rid of, one thing that you want to get rid of, one thing, it could be I am tired of coming home and seeing that pile of mail. I'm tired of coming home and seeing the pile of clothes or seeing the pile of this or not being able to do this or that. One thing and how you can move towards reaching that goal. One thing you can do every single day to move away from the cluttered piles to a more organized system for your paperwork, away from just tossing clothes everywhere to actually maintaining organized clothes. So it is time for parents to teach young people early on that diversity, that in diversity is beauty and there is strength. That's Maya Angelou. Well, I truly want to thank all of you for tuning in. As always, I appreciate you. I really am grateful for each and every one of you who listen live, who listen to an archive through any means that you do. 
I thank you. I thank you for sharing the show. And I just thank you for allowing me to continue to do what I love to do. So thank you for listening. And, of course, be sure to definitely share this with your family, your friends, on your social media network. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. That's JanetMTaylor.com for information about products, information about the services that I offer, information if you are interested in having me come out and speak. So far for the past couple of Saturdays, I've been speaking, and I love it. I love it. I did the Pierce Small Business, um, uh, the Pierce Business Division Conference, which was wonderful. I got to meet a lot of you out there. And in this past Saturday, if you've been following me on social media, I got to speak um, for the Women of Faith and Hope, which is a breast cancer support group. It was awesome. I love meeting you ladies. So I thank you so much. So until next time, I want all of you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I truly want you to have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.